Krakoa Radio presents. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my awesome co-host. It's me. I'm the awesome co-host. It's Josh, baby. That's not who I meant. Where did where did he? Oh, is there somebody else in my no, house? No, no, no. Josh is, Josh is up here. This is my uh, domain. What are you talking about? I, somebody else I is guess here. That's, that's fine. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Uh, I was doing great until you... <laughs> Made me think somebody else is in my house. Actually, right? the the offensive part is fine. That's fine. I'm used to that. Uh, who else is in my house? Don't, don't worry about. It. Just keep talking. Right. Look, at the, look, look, look at the mic. Look, right. look at look the look at flowers. the flowers. <laughs> same bat time. <laughs> that's that's sad and great at the same time. So, um, what, uh, what's up, man? Not a whole lot, man. <laughs> Not a whole lot. <laughs> um, Speaking of flowers, we got a new X Men book coming out. Skip to that part after. It, the, it, skip the awkward silence and go to that part after. There's so, wait, there's <laughs> a new X Men book coming out about flowers. Technically, it's called X Men Green. I have not heard of this at all. No, oh, this is really this is legitimately news to me. <laughs> so it is a digital X Men Weekly book, the one they were talking about before. Oh, okay. I forgot who's doing it. I think Hickman's starting it, and then like two episodes, two issues later, he's gone. But it's literally called X Men Green about it, people it, helping the environment. And I forgot who the main mutant was, but also, of course, Wolverine's in it. God damn it, man. <laughs> How can Wolverine be everywhere? I don't understand. Why didn't we get rid of this in the 90s? God damn it. I fucking, and you're talking about Logan Wolverine, too, right? Not, yes. not even yes, Laura, Logan. probably, right? Yeah. God damn it. I am so tired of Logan Wolverine. <laughs> He's everywhere. Yeah. I think because oh. like I'm just so ingrained and used to him being everywhere. That just feels natural at this point. Yeah, it feels natural, but that doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> so does paying taxes. That feels natural. I mean, I fucking like it. Listen, Welcome to my libertarian podcast. Listen, the government's going to run out of money in, I guess, a week, apparently. I don't, I don't, I don't didn't know. they come up with something? Didn't Did they, they like, sign I, something? I don't know. Something about, like, Biden making a trillion dollar coin and literally throwing it and then it raises debt. I don't know. Have you been listening to the Joe Rogan podcast again? I, I hope not. I don't think that's real. Do you put it in like a slot machine, and then if we get <laughs> if we get lucky, then we get more trillion dollar coins? I, I think it's like a, a paper coin kind a, of thing. Oh, a paper coin. Yeah, like oh, a bill kind oh, of thing. Oh, oh, like, like a Bitcoin. Like a bit, it's like, like a crypto. It's not a real. Cur- you know how one of your friends will send you an email about how great cryptocurrency is? Yeah. At least one or two. Yeah. And then say it was spam, but then do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So tell me about this X Men Green. Shit. I don't know much. That's about That's all it. you know. That's really all I know about. Wolverine's it. in it. It's digital only. Digital only, and the. Main that, mutant, that I, remember, I remember seeing her. She had horns, and she killed someone for messing with nature. Was it Nature Girl? I, I don't know. Was that a person? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Did she, like, were her horns antlers? Yeah. Yeah, it might be Nature Girl. I oh, really? Know. I don't know yeah. who that is. <laughs> yeah, she was on... I don't know what she's done since, but there was a character named Nature Girl that appeared in the revised Generation X that had like Jubilee leading the team. Oh, okay. Oh, when she was a vampire still? No. I think she might have been a vampire yeah. then. Yeah. Like you do. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Curse of the Mutants was definitely an event. Yes, it was. Um, yes, it was. Also, most likely tomorrow morning, I'm gonna see Venom for some reason. Yeah. Um, if you guys I, don't know, but my opinions on the first movie, Venom, it's terrible. It's not a good movie it's an at awful all. Movie. I rewatched it earlier this week for some reason. It's you know, it's fun for having the background. It's fine yeah, for the background noise. I, it's it's yeah. I I can't stand that movie. Yeah. I love Tom Hardy though. So if you put it on, I'd watch. He's it a again. saving grace easily. Yeah. And I hear 100%. that the second one really emphasizes on the things that worked in the last mm-hmm. one, but it's still not great. I'm gonna it's tell you better. the truth. I've seen a trailer for it a lot uh-huh. because it's football season, which oh, means yeah. I see commercials now, yeah. and they're the same ones over and over again. Yep. Um. And there's a scene in the commercial that they show every single time where Carnage like is big and scary. And Tom Hardy's Venom, but then Venom goes away. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And he's like, that's a red one. And there's something about the way it says, oh, no, that's a red one. Cracks me up every single time. No, there's bits in the first one I'm like, that's really funny. Like, Tom Hardy talking to himself and doing this crazy thing is really funny. Tom Hardy commits to this fucking shit. He's apparently, like, just... 
he signed his life for this role. Like he's a co-writer of this film. Oh, apparently. good God, Tom Hardy, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, Andy Serkis directed this film, which is random. Interesting. Yeah, yeah he's the director. It's very odd. Interesting. Okay. Um, All right. And like he's talked about, he can't wait for it to cross over other Marvel properties, and everyone's like, "Is that a thing?" And then I'm like, <laughs> "Is that the end credit scene?" Because it sounds like the end credit scene. Probably. <laughs> Tom Hardy's probably just like, "I can't wait for it to happen." And somewhere like Kevin Feige's like, "You, you can keep waiting. <laughs> you better make a better movie. And you then can we'll keep see. waiting, Tom." <laughs> So if I you want to come in and play Mad Max, then fine. Yeah. We can do that. But Yeah, I keep hearing rumors about the end credits. I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but everyone's like, it's a huge end credits. And I'm like, okay, does something connect either another universe or same universe? Because yeah. they've been playing it very coy in the last movie if it's the same universe. It, like, where it is, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just in California. We're not going to reference anything yeah, major. Yeah, we're just, yeah, you know. We're not le- in New York. The lethal protector out here in San Francisco. Exactly. Like, we don't worry about any of this other stuff. So I'm not like... Super hype, which leads to sometimes good movies. When I have no or really low expectations, one hundred percent, you can walk in and just fucking enjoy it. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, exactly. And it's ninety minutes. It's a fucking short film. Oh shit, you know I'm sold. Yeah, exactly. It's Give a me very a short minute film. superhero movie. I'm in it. Yeah, uh, it, when I hit HBO Max, I'm all over that. I've shit. watched longer British specials for like <laughs> three point. episode shows. Solid fucking point. Yeah, so you know what? I can handle that and see if it's decent. And if it gets at least a new Run the Jewel song, or oh, <laughs> if they, I don't know if they're doing that again, but they yeah. are. Awesome. No, for real. Like, I, I'm not gonna go to the theater. I'm not gonna risk COVID for for Venom, but I will probably see it. Trust me, if you go early enough, no oh, one's in the theater. I know, I know. <laughs> it's great. I, I, even before COVID, if you go early enough, no one's in the theater. Yeah. Just me and the ARPers. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll definitely see it when it hits a streaming service for sure. That's what I did with the first one. <laughs> and New Mutants. And New Mutants. Which hey, you didn't spend. The ticket money. Good God. I'm <laughs> so glad I didn't spend money Coming on Coming back movies. around to X-Men. Uh, yeah. Oh. That's kind of where I put it at. I think Venom 1 is a perfect 2001 superhero movie. Right? That just, just never left that gear. It just unfortunately came out in like 2015. Yeah. Imagine if that movie came out when, like after Spider-Man Holy 2. Holy shit. It would be the biggest thing in the world. Dude. Which For granted, real. last movie made a lot of money. People oh, like yeah. it a lot. It was like one of the highest grossing superhero movies. I mentioned to my coworkers how I'm not excited about seeing it anyway, and they all looked at me like I was fucking crazy, saying how much they loved Venom and how I fun it was. I don't get it. I think I we're don't. in the minority here, man. People love Venom. I feel like I hope it's more of a fifty fifty. Maybe. It might be. It might be. Hey, this this is how everyone feels when I tell them how good Last Jedi is, and they get mad at me for saying oh, it. Oh God! Well, those people are idiots. They are. Anywho. Anyway, so what else? X-Men. Any other news? Any other X news? Nah, man. The world's I don't think so. world's falling. Um, as usual. Yeah. And uh, Hellions is coming to an end, but I don't, can't remember when. Somewhat soon. Like yeah. I think the end of not end of this year, like beginning of next year. I think maybe. Okay. And then this week, uh, Inferno 1 came out. Yeah. We'll be covering that next episode. Yeah. So I've avoided any spoilers. We're yeah, we're, get... we're a few weeks behind in the X-Books here. Uh, yeah, we're at... not going to go in exact order. We're going to no. go, we want the big heavy hitter books next week. So next week we are going to cover Inferno, Marauders, Trial of Magneto, and the Onslaught story. I forget yeah. the title of it. Revelations? Re- something like that. I think it's yeah, something like that. So we'll cover that next episode. But this week. What do we got we this got week? X-Men number three, Way of X number five, New Mutants 21, and Hellions 15. That's a good batch, man. That sounds fun. It's a very good batch. Probably way better than last week's. Anything's got to be better than last week's. (laughs) So let's get started. Josh, you want to talk about X-Men number one? Three. I would love one. to, man. Also, real quick, what's up, Blake? It's only been three issues. I feel yeah. like we've covered so fucking much. Dude, they because they hit the ground running. They with really do. Like they, like especially this issue, which we'll see in a second. Like they just start off like in the middle of the shit hitting yeah. the fan. In like every issue. I realize they're treating this book kind of like a TV show, and like there's a new episode. Boom! Mm-hmm. Here's a story. You're, yeah. jumped, you're thrown right the fuck in. This is the action book. Yeah. Like we said, I think we said it one of the last times we were reviewing it, where like X Force has always traditionally been the action packed book in the X line. Yeah. This is the action book of this particular new Easily. reign of X books or whatever. But man, this one did not disappoint either. So X3 got Jerry Duggan, got Pepe Larraz. I mean, already you can't fucking go wrong with those two. No. Uh, opens with a fucking wonderful quote from Mr. Sinister talking talking shit on the high evolutionary <laughs> about what he he just keeps calling him Herbert, which is pretty funny. Um, so we open up in, in a point where I thought I might have missed something. Yes, like, like you were saying, like like we did uh, with the X Force issue. We're like, did we miss an issue? Yeah, I, I, which I didn't go back, and I'm probably not going to go back. It's fine. I, yeah, we said we would in yeah. our last in our last episode. We said we'd go back, um, viewers. 
We don't care. Listeners, whatever you are, uh, we're not going to. We're I'm sorry. Going. We lied to you. We lied. And I hope you can find it in your hearts to forgive us. Or don't. Um, and if you don't find it in your hearts to forgive us, I like understand. Like subscribe. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> die mad about it. Um, anyway, so we open up with all the X-Men staring at an incoming invasion. Um, Rogue is like... Y'all, if this is who I think it is, I'm going to go bananas <laughs> and I'm going to fuck some shit up. I just want to give you all a heads up right now. If this if motherfucker walks out of there who I think's walking out of there, Rogue you, is going you off. You get a splash page of me punching someone. I'm going to go berserker mode. And who else is it? Obviously, it's the High Evolutionary coming in. And the High Evolutionary comes in with his lizard people, his, his fucking evolved uh, animals of Earth. And uh, yeah, he's basically like, hey... Y'all took over Earth. Good job. Nicely done. High evolutionary proofs. Very cool. Uh, y'all took over Mars. Also kind of dope. Pretty good. Also approved. Impressive. But what you don't know is you kind of fucked some shit up while you did that. You started some dominoes falling. You upset a few people. High evolutionary loves upsetting people, so I accept it. Uh, but the humans, the humans, they're gone. They're done. The mutants are taking over, and I would like to make a peace offer with you. And here is this fear that will kill all the humans in yeah. in a few years, and, and it will be done with the humans. Perfect. And the humans have already destroyed a like, lot of commentary on climate change. Yes, a lot of the humans have destroyed the Earth. They get what they deserve. Let's sterilize them, and they can't pr- procreate anymore. <laughs> That's what this virus will do. And here is my sexy daughter, who's going to give it to you. Yeah. Uh, who, Lumeris or Lu- like Lum- Lumeris or whatever her name is. Um, this is a new character. I don't think it's a uh, okay. Yeah, I, I've never, I've sure. never seen her. So I'm, I'm like I said uh, right before we started recording. I'm, I don't know a whole lot about the High Evolutionary. I he know he's a Fantastic Four villain. Yes, that is that's technically m- he is. Depending on what retcon, he is somehow the actual father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. That's what. Or at the I, very least, he kidnapped them as children and gave them he made, powers. Yes, uh, uh, yes. I think that's probably where we're going to end up at some point. Where they're still Magneto's children who were altered by the High Evolutionary. Yes, shit. something like that. Um. Anyway, as he's going over this big speech, Rogue says. You can stop right there. Whatever it is, we don't want it. <laughs> Just shouting at this motherfucker because yeah. I can't recall when it is. And they allude to it here. But at some point in the past, probably when she was on the Avengers, I'm going to guess. Maybe. Um, they did fight him yeah. in Uncanny Avengers, which is a really good book we should cover one day. Yeah. It's an I, excellent book. I, I'm pretty sure it was in, during the Avengers run where the, the High Evolutionary was very intrigued by Rogue's powers. Yes. And... Rogue, which happens here, also here. Which happens here, and he gets intrigued by somebody else's powers this time, which we'll get to in a second. So there's a lot of like good dialogue back and forth, and Rogue is like, I'm done with this, and just nails the High Evolutionary <laughs> right in the fucking face. Punches so, him. So nice. Uh, and so then they're like, all right, I guess we got to fight. <laughs> and so he sends his like minions after the, the X-Men. Polaris is like, bitch, you think she's the only one who can punch? <laughs> And she starts punching. Then we got a full-on melee happening. He calls in his evolutionary guard, which yes. nice, nicely done, yeah. nicely done. The Shi'ar Empire is not, not going to sue for not uh, co- uh, co- copyright infringement. <laughs> um, and I like it because I don't really know anything about the evolutionary guard. No, but I, I do like that they are apparently legitimately animals he's taken from Earth yeah. and turned into warriors. Because you have a bison named by Sun. Returning to Earth as a god, you have an electrified elephant who is both somehow an elephant and Tesla <laughs> combined. And and my favorite moment of this whole thing is when this Tesla elephant is crashing down at Scott, yelling about how Earth hates elephants. And Scott's answer is, "The X Men love elephants. Love elephants. <laughs> stop, stop, whatever stop it. Doing. We love elephants. <laughs> Knock it off." So. Lots of good fighting. Uh, yeah, Jean, great art. Great fighting. Because oh, it's Pepe Larraz, yeah. man. Oh, my God. You cannot go wrong with Pepe. Um, so, Gene is trying to take care of this fear so that the virus doesn't get released. Um, Sink and, and Sunfire are trying to burn some of the uh, Evolutionary Guard and on... Which I thought was a really cool idea. They're also, like, on 
look out for if the virus gets out yeah they can burn it out of the air which you know where were you during covid (laughs) motherfuckers well i in every issue i've done this where it's like there's a plan and there's a sub plan as a team like they Mm -hmm. still always feel like they are a team they are such a good this is one of the best functioning x-men teams oh yeah i i can recall in years like they are like just so quickly like fall in line and like like we said last time we were reviewing one of the x-men books they have such good report like there is not a clear leader on this team no like at some point i don't remember where it is but um they ask if rogue speaks for all of them and they're like yeah obviously fucking sure if rogue said it we're going with it you know so like they are like they have each other's backs like no one's business so the the fight starts turning south because you know they're super powerful space gods versus <laughs> mutants, um, and Lumerus, who is the daughter of the High Evolutionary, much like Scarlet Witch is the daughter of the High Evolutionary and Quicksilver. Apparently, her powers are a combination of both Scarlet Witch's powers and Quicksilver's powers. They mention um, she gets a dig in at uh, Polaris, saying, "Oh, I thought you were Magneto's daughter. I expected more from you." As she <laughs> knocks her out. Which has also been kind of a subtle theme from multiple characters. Mm-hmm. And in this book, especially, yeah. in this particular book. Um, and so after she does that, it's not long after that that Rogue comes flying in and just knocks her the fuck out. He's like, what were you saying, bitch? Knocks, knocks Loomerus out. Um, they are basically backs against the wall. Things are going south. They're all like a gorilla has X, uh, Scott in a headlock. Yeah. Which. Obviously, is where he wants. Is where I Scott, want. Scott's got him where he I wants got him. Where I want him. <laughs> Scott is at his best in this book. Honestly, yes. he is like he is so good because he's not the leader. Yes, you know what he I mean. Can like have he, fun and trust everyone. He before. trusts them. He knows if he need if they need him to step up, he will. But otherwise, he trusts everyone on that team, and he's like, I'm just gonna let him do it. Let's go fight this gorilla. So. Or not. <laughs> let me go get my ass whooped by this gorilla. <laughs> so. They get cornered, and um, it's basically like a stalemate. They um, Sink has stolen or borrowed um, Lumerus, Lumerus's powers. I, I'm not saying it right anyway, but he's taken her powers. So he's like, I have her powers now, so I can fuck you all up at a moment's notice. So how about you back up? Come to find out, the High Evolutionary has a plan for that. Of course. He just turns off her powers, which means Sink no longer has her powers. But the High Evolutionary, he respects that gambit, not that gambit, this gambit, um, and is like, all right, all right, we've reached a stalemate. I will leave, and I will take this shit with me. You, I'll take my gift back, since you guys are so... <laughs> yes, since you're so against so killing everyone. <laughs> so against my gift, you fucking assholes. Um, but in return... I want some of fucking Singh's blood because that's some good shit right that's there. That's an impressive little power. Yeah. He even said, like, I thought Rogue's power was mm-hmm. good. That's really good. Yeah, he's like, that's the fucking power right there. <laughs> and so Sink, at first everyone is like, hell fucking no. But Sink is like, listen, if this is going to give it, he can have one drop of my blood. Yeah. And so he gives it to him. Now, that moment you're looking at right now, I kept thinking like, oh yeah, Sink was like in love with her for hundreds of years mm-hmm. yeah. with, with Laura. Yeah. Like, this and she moment, doesn't remember though. Yeah. So I feel when he's talking to her, it's like he's talking to his wife essentially. Mm-hmm. And he can't say that. He can't do he can't, anything he about like, it. He trusts her implicitly. And like yeah. you can see in that like quick little panel where he's looking at her. That's what really you made know what me feel like, like oh. oh yeah. That's, that is the woman he loves. Like, and there is this moment though, like how gently she does cut his finger too, yeah. where it's like R-romantic. maybe she does remember a little bit, you know, like maybe it is in there somewhere. But so yeah, he gets the blood, and at that point, Gene's like, wait, 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 before you go, you mentioned something about dominoes. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that, please? And he is like, well, let me show you. And he shows her the uh, psychic image of one uh, Cordyceps Jones, I guess is this uh, fungus creature's name. A low-level fungus? I'm like, have you seen fungus? A lower-level <laughs> fungus. Well, th- obviously he had to get a dig in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he um, is one of those bad guys, like Doctor Doom level, of just like, I'm not arrogant. I'm just the best. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not arrogant. I just am the coolest there is and everyone else is just beneath me i I don't know what to tell you what's wrong with you it's not my fault so he kind of lets him know that uh yeah this motherfucker is the reason you've been having so much trouble here so uh see you later yeah and on their way out so i forget who it was i think it was rogue was like man 
they just beat our asses. <laughs> and Polaris is like, no, nah, I got an idea. And she shouts, hey, sugar, did you know your old man had a kill switch for your powers? Yeah. And the look on her face. And then Polaris is like, did you see her face? Did you see her face? <laughs> we got her. We got her. I love Polaris in this book. Yeah. I love what they're doing with Polaris's character these days. And so between this and like the Peter David X Factor, yeah, the best players. Oh yeah, and then it started with um in this particular run, it started with Leah Williams in X Factor, like yes, she really giving really Lorna her own uh, uh, her own personality finally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they say that they leave. Technically, the X Men saved a day. More of like the High Evolutionary was just like I'll stop nah, fine. <laughs> and so they this all happens in Vietnam, much like the last one happened in Kansas. And I, I want this to be what happens at the end of every X-Men book, which mm. is the X-Men save the day, and the townspeople are like, let us make you dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Avengers. That's yeah, I, I like that they call them the Avengers, which was fun. But yeah, remember after they saved Kansas from the Annihilation Wave, they're like, come to our barbecue. Yeah. And they so they do it here. Well, the, I'm wondering if this lead, another subplot leading to something, because every issue in a different part of the world, everyone's celebrating the X-Men for saving them. Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to lead to, like, regular human support? Because they've been seeing these five or six heroes. Or... Mm. Or does the bottom fall out because of what we see at the end of the book? That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> is it point. is it leading up to like, oh my god, they're getting all this goodwill, and then a news article comes yeah. out, and all <laughs> that goodwill goes away real quick. Wait a minute, they can't die. Yeah. No, so anyway, continue. so anyway, they have a fun little dinner with the people. Then we cut to this really fun scene where the high evolutionary, like, sh- we get to see what the high evolutionary show Gene. They have like this psychic conversation where he's like. Yeah, so there's this place called Game World. Obviously, it's from Mojo World and fucking Mojo Verse. And he's like, I don't like these people. They make a mockery of evolution. Like he's just like really, he's like, I don't really give a fuck if you guys win or they lose, but I don't like how they play the game. And so he basically gives them all the information they need to figure out where Game World is and what the fuck's been happening. And so at the end of the at the end of the X Men part of the book. Uh, Scott and Gene are like, all right, so we got this info. I think we're going to need to split up. I think we're going to need to like have somebody on Earth here taking care of this, and then we're going to have to go figure out what this fucking game world shit is. And so Scott and Jane, Gene play a game of uh, mental rock, paper, scissors, yeah. <laughs> or as Scott calls it, the um, the noble game. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then accuses her of cheating, which Gene is like, how dare you? <laughs> you peeked. You peeked my brain. Yeah. And so we end with... Uh, Everyone's new favorite scary doctor, Dr. Stasis, uh, meeting with uh, uh, Henry Gyrick, who is, we recently learned, basically secretly in charge of Orcus. Yes. And uh, he's like, Orcus can still help you get to Mars, and I really want you to go. And he's like, of course I'm going to go to Mars. I'm already one step ahead of you. He's like, I go to Mars. I win. Great for Orcus. I fail. I'm a human martyr. And then the X, like... All the humans rally around me, and then which is an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, like, like he's understanding that he could totally fail. Oh yeah, yeah. But he still wins, and he's like, yeah, one way or another, humanity wins. And I like his only game isn't even humanity. His only game is fucking over the mutants. Yes, and like, his his fame and his legacy. Also, yeah, right? yeah. It's all pride. It has yeah. nothing to do with pride for humans. No, has he's nothing barely to human. do. <laughs> he's barely human anymore. He's altered himself so that he could go to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so he has this conversation and he's like, and Gyrick is like, all right, cool. And then we end on Coney Island of, you know, naturally. Yes. Uh, so Dr. Stasis takes the Z train, don't Coney Island meets, uh, uh, Ben Urich. Sorry, forgot his name for a second. Um, and he's like, Hey, I know you, uh, you recently were at the Treehouse. You wrote like a nice piece on the, uh, uh the X-Men. Scott's right. You are a very good, uh, writer. And you remember how you told the truth when the government gave the super soldier serum to, or whatever it was, to Kingpin? I hope you'll do the same here when I give you this bit of information. Check this shit out. And he basically shows him that autopsy that we saw before that Scott died. They had his body. They autopsied Cyclops' body. It was dead. (laughs) Uh, You just saw him. You just talked to him. How do you think that happens? (laughs) And so now... Ben Urich is faced with this dilemma of what do I do here? I got to write a story of basically like 
Krakoa is as scary as the humans might think it is. Yeah. And that's where our book ends. Boom. With a 5X fucking book. This oh, book yes, was absolutely. fun as shit. Yeah, absolutely 5Xs. I read it this morning and like I breezed through oh, it. Oh my god. I want I like I want to read it again already. Like this yeah. book was so fun. I love it. I love this X-Men book three issues in already. Yeah. Uh next up we have Way of X number five. Now, this was an interesting issue, especially leading into the event for next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, we start off with, last issue, actually, everyone in the bar had to be killed because uh, Onslaught was infecting them, including Xavier. So Xavier wakes up like, what the fuck just happened? They, yeah, I think, did, did, okay, did Legion kill everybody because they were infected, or did Onslaught make Charles accidentally kill everybody? Because that's Le- how I took it. I took it as Legion and the, and the blue guys blew everyone up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he wakes up confused, angry. And if I'm understanding this correctly, he still can't even tell them about Onslaught or that's how he... That's one of the ways he kind of, like, appears. Who? Which one? Who? who oh, sorry. He? Legion talking to Xavier. He can't even tell him about Onslaught. Yeah, no, he can't. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't trust it. Yeah. He doesn't trust Xavier. So Xavier goes to Mars to talk to him over a volcano... And he's basically like, motherfucker, this is what's wrong. He sounds like an angry, frustrated dad, more or less. Yes. But to the extreme. But to the, like, he does. He sounds like an angry dad who has just tried his hardest and why won't his kid listen? Bitch, you haven't tried anything. No, he hasn't. You are the deadest of deadbeat fathers. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> in, the me- in the meantime, Legion's trying to talk to Nightcrawler while he's trying to help uh, Fabian and, what's her name again? It's a, oh, 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 lost. Lost. And he's basically saying, you guys need to fucking be civil and stop this shit. And I love this little bit of the story because basically, like, who cares? If we die, we just come back. And he's like, death fucking matters still. If death doesn't <laughs> matter, neither does yeah. life. And I love what he does. And I'm going to skip around a little bit. But yeah, he sure, basically sure. bamps them into the sky. And he's like, fine, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? We all, cool all going to die now. Yeah, is that cool? Is that what everyone wanted? And, like, he does sound like another theme of, like, He's a frustrated parent. like, And it makes sense for, for Nightcrawler, though. Yes, absolutely. And in the meantime, uh, Legion's talking to him about how to handle this whole situation. Can we, real quick, before go. we go too further on. Go for it. All this time, like you said, Xavier is lecturing Legion, or David, because I don't think he wants to be called Legion. Right. Right? So he's lecturing David about what a bad person he is. Yeah. And how irresponsible, how bad and untrustworthy he is and all this shit. And while David is trying to solve a problem that will kill everyone if he doesn't solve it. And he doesn't even know, like Charles doesn't know if David can hear him. Yeah. But obviously he can because David is one of the most powerful fucking mutants in the world. And there's a scene where he like Xavier is like, I give up. I give up on you. He's storming away. And there's one little teardrop coming down David's face. Yes. That broke my heart so much. Because, like, as much as David is mad at his dad, he's still heartbroken that his dad thinks he's the villain. You know what I mean? Well, that and also right the panel right before, he says to him, I can't stop from coming back, but I'm asking you not to. Yeah. It would disappoint me. Yeah, he's... Ba- Your father's telling you, I want you to stay st- dead if you die. Yeah. Like... <laughs> what a fucking asshole. God, Xavier is the fucking worst. He's like, a good chunk of the time. And another theme of this issue itself is respect the sacred land. And Nightcrawler is interpreting it more like respect each other, too. Yeah, we, are, we are this land. Yeah, this, like, like, because, and it's a great point because this sacred land is a mutant. Yeah. It, Krakoa is a mutant. <laughs> so as they're falling and they're actually starting to reconcile all their shit, Onslaught pops up. Son of a bitch. Taking over and I guess overloading Lost. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's what he did. Her gravity power. Yep. yep. Overloading her and then like pulling a moon towards them because her her power is to disrupt gravity basically, yeah. and so since he overloaded her as she's falling, her gravity is pulling that <laughs> pulling fucking oh my god what a fuck. Also, right after I read this book, mm. um, you know that do you uh do you use the the browser Firefox ever? Not in a long time. There, when you pull up, the, one of the options if you don't have a homepage set up is like that pocket thing where it shows you like popular yeah. articles on the internet. One of the popular articles that popped up the day after I read this book was, could could Earth's moon soon fall to... Like, it was basically, could the could moon Earth fall to Earth? Earth? I was like, um, what? 
Wait, what? We this is get, real? We better get Nightcrawler. Oh, shit. Where's Nightcrawler? <laughs> Which he does. Oh, Maybe one of the coolest things Nightcrawler's ever done. God. Um, I don't know if it was before or after this, but before I say what Nightcrawler did, was it the reveal of how Onslaught is actually appearing into people's minds? Was that oh, wait. Can you remind me? Because it's been a minute since I read this. Uh, oh, so basically we find out. I'll go to this first. So basically we find out Onslaught... The way oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, people. never mind. Never yes. mind. Go to it later. Yeah, He's I been, remember now. Go to it later. Yeah, yeah. After because it's the yeah, it's the, it is the thing at the end. end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cut that. Up. I remember it now. Um. So then Nightcrawler decides. You know what? This is worth it. This is what I'm gonna do. He tells Fabian to overload him so he can jump and bamf the moon away. Jesus Christ! Dude. To and a like two part splash page. While his skin is burning out because he's touching this fucking thing. Well, it's also because he's in space without yeah. a spacesuit. Like, yeah, he's in space. Uh, um, but I want to take a second because Fabian has this moment where, like, Kurt is like, do it. And he has, like, this one moment of, to I can't think of a better word right now, yeah. humanity. Yeah, he does. And he was like, are you, no, Kurt, like, by Kurt saying, I'm going to sacrifice my life. Yeah. It was that moment where every like anyone around was like, "Oh shit, death does matter." Yeah, like they he's it was doing this like the worst moment. Yeah, like it was like honestly another one of those like chill moments of yeah. like, "Oh my god, this is so powerful." This is definitely low key becoming one of the most important I think books oh, for oh, X Men one thousand percent. And yeah, he bamps this moon four times while his body's burning, and then the last shot of him is on this moon just frozen with burnt skin. Like just yeah. Like, like frostburn. Like yeah. frostburn skin. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's how bad it is that he Oh God, I'm looking at it right now. It's so sad. I don't want to see Kurt like that. <laughs> it's sad, but then great, because then he comes back, he's resurrected, and uh. he's like, Yeah, you're back, you did this, and he's like, Oh shit, cool. And then we find out how Onslaught's getting into people. But we have, hmm? before we get to that, like, he finds out and he tells, he's like, I need you, he tells Fabian, he's like, I need you to remember this and remind me. Yes. Well, I forgot what it was. It's the secret. Oh, this is the secret. Yeah. So we find out the way he's getting into everyone is because when they die, that gap, that gap, I guess, in their mind. Yeah. He just fills that void because it's because exi- who who gives who uploads Cerebro into everybody? Yeah, Xavier. One half of fucking onslaught. Yeah. So this entity of because like it's weird even to describe him because he's the combination of two different people, but his psychic energy is so great that his it's still in the ether or whatever. He's more powerful than the things that he was made from. Like yeah. he's basically an amalgamation of Magneto and Charles, but his. His psychic energy is so powerful that he's his own entity Ghost, now. Yeah. Essentially. So, yeah. And Fabian is frozen, so he can't tell them what he knows. Yeah, because Fabian dies too. Yeah. So he comes back without that. Oh, no, no, he doesn't no, die. No, he just froze. Oh, that's right, because Onslaught fucks him up, so yes. he can't tell him. That's what it is. He breaks his brain. Onslaught, yeah. I think, does it on purpose. Oh, yeah. God, that's right. I forgot that part. Holy shit. Yeah, this is a great book. And then the last panel... Of onslaught, just hovering over hovering all these people, everyone, because everyone's fucking died. Like and Kurt might have been the last person who hasn't died at and least. And now once. he's got it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Fucking great. Seisberger is killing it. Yeah, and I can't remember the artist's name right now. So uh, Quinn, something like that. Yeah, the the art in this book was great. Yeah. So five X's. Five fucking X's nice. all the way. All right. Let's what go to New Mutants number 21. Whew. Yeah, let's, okay. let's go. On. We have a lot to talk about this shit. <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned to you when you uh, arrived here, I almost openly wept this morning reading this book. <laughs> and I want to start by saying I love, I love that the New Mutants, the OG New Mutants, are the most well-adjusted, <laughs> fucking tight-knit of all the mutants Yes. Ever. Like, they are so fucking good and they understand each other and truly are there for each other in ways the OG X Men can't even be. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't going to catch fucking Beast and Iceman coming to Marvel Girl and Cyclops this way. You know what I mean? The the, the original X Men are are not that close. No, not. When's the last time any of them have even been around each other? Yeah. Like, so. We open up. I don't know who any of these characters are. I'm sorry if they existed. Oh yeah, for the else. most part, I don't know any of them. So we open up. We, we open up at the summer house on the moon. 
the summer's house on the moon um and warpath is there giving these kids a a, a lesson he's like basically we're going to do some we're going to do some community cleanup here uh we're going to clean up the summer's house and it's really a team building exercise see what's happening is we got these space slugs <laughs> and you know they're fine they're good creatures they're not trying to hurt anybody but we, you know they are a little erosive and if not treated uh, the acid will tear through this uh, biodome and everyone inside will die. So, you know, we just, we just got to gently remove them. We don't want to kill them. This isn't a killing exercise. This is a gentle cleaning exercise. At some point, one of them realizes, oh, wait, are they trying to fuck the dome? No, no we're not talking no, about no, why no, they're doing no, it. No, no, no. no, 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 no. They're no, no. just, they're living creatures just trying to live. <laughs> like, we're not here to judge anybody. Well, also love the idea that like this class course is like, hey, younger mutants, we go to space a lot. Yeah, and so yeah, so <laughs> we you need to learn to be in space because yeah. X Men, we fucking love space. We, we like space a lot. We love space so fucking much. <laughs> so, Thanks, Gene. Yeah. So the idea of like we should teach these younger mutants like how to deal with that. Yeah. Instead of just getting thrown in like yeah. we did. Like yeah, exactly. Like, awesome. That's what I love most about this this new X Men run right yeah. now is that the original young new X Men are like. Yeah, we had to save ourselves. Yeah, we got we're, thrown in the middle. <laughs> we're only well adjusted because we had each other. We dealt with the brute saga. Yeah, like it just happened. <laughs> yeah, because the brute saga was so. I recently I read it like maybe a couple years ago. So the brute saga, which is going to be important here in a second, the original brute saga happened to the X Men. Yeah, and while they were in space, the new mutants had no idea what was going on they yes, were just at yeah. you know what i mean they were like where where did the x-men go we don't know and then charles came back infected with a brood hmm. and he was the headmaster of the school and so all the new mutants were then almost attacked or attacked by a brood of charles xavier and so they had to survive their father figure teacher trying to kill them with a brood Ugh. so like did he turn into a brood yes yeah i already know that because there's a toy it's Xavier in a wheelchair with a brood head. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Um, anyway, so the brood. At last we saw the brood. Uh, our, our little friend, Brew, uh, found the king egg, king egg of the brood and became the king of the brood. Did he, like, eat it? Yeah. He just ate it? He's like, fuck it, I'm the king of the brood now. And so he has the power over all the brood. Well, apparently not all the brood. Because on the moon is a bunch of these little fucking uh, xenomorph motherfuckers <laughs> and they violently attack these young kids and and warpath i do find it funny that i always wondered how they didn't get sued for the, like basically copying a xenomorph and then now disney owns fox and marvel's publishing alien comics so, they're actually pretty good so but you know it doesn't all, matter it all, it all, like, <laughs> like wouldn't it be wild if like they just retcon it and these are the xenomorphs that would, that'd be amazing, yeah. they could they could legitimately do that they now. could do it now <laughs> and i would fucking hate it and also love it at the same yeah. time so i read batman versus predator it's awesome yeah well, i do remember that one yeah. i think i have that book um so i'm gonna stick with the brood one real quick just yeah, because yeah, yeah yeah so like every new mutant book, there's two storylines going on, or three, or, or three. Just time, to, just two, I think. Oh, I guess kind of three, yeah, kind of, yeah. So the brood, like I said, they viciously attack these young mutants. Uh, really fuck up Warpath because he's because Warpath is like, no, 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 it's okay. Brew being controlled. Brew, oh, God. Brew has a oh god, he got me. <laughs> and so they uh, they have to start fighting these these brood, and they end up having to use their powers together like they quickly learn how to work with each other and it's not going super well for a little bit and warpath <laughs> is like all right i'm done with this do not I, i'm gonna read it all right he says in red god rod reyes's art is so <laughs> fucking good so warpath looks fucking mad as shit and he said this is over now and he starts tearing them apart. Oh, it goes berserker. I love it. goes yeah. berserker mode. Says, don't fuck with my kids. And he's ripping these motherfuckers apart. And then he's just covered in like brood guts. And then all of a sudden, Brew shows up out of nowhere. Hey, Gus. Like, oh, hey, I was coming here to tell you that I don't have full control over some of the brood. <laughs> uh, there's like a loyal group of war. Oh, I guess you killed them all. Um yeah cool well <laughs> and so uh warpath is like i'm gonna believe you that this wasn't a, I mean, you just try and kill us that you didn't try to kill us 
but I am bringing this to the council, so you better have some real good explanations for them. And it ends with Brew basically ellipses right ellipses. Yeah. So I don't know. Do don't we know. trust Brew? I didn't fully understand I, what we were supposed to feel from the scene, other I, than like. Uh, is Brew going into business for himself? Like, is being a king going to his head? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I would hope not, just because like his whole point is being the one good one. Yeah, he's always been the one good smart, one. Like, so that would be kind of sad. So if, like, it's it's kind of a bummer if that's if it's a heel turn on Brew, <laughs> but if it is, so be it. And so then we get to the story that uh, pretty much made me cry internally, hmm. if not externally. Uh, you may remember. That um, Scout Gabby, that's her name. Thank you. Gabby uh, recently died. She did. You know, very hard for somebody with Wolverine's blood to die, but somehow she did. Um, and so the other kids were like, "We're gonna resurrect her ourselves." That's a smart idea. And they got busted by uh, Rain and um, Eva. I forget what her mutant name is. Yeah. But um, so that's where we pick up with them, and. Rain and Eva are like, so again, what are you guys doing? Run this by me again. <laughs> what What's happening here? And they're like, you're not going to bring her back. You hate us. And they're like, wait, wait. That's not true. Like, why would you think that? And they like very validly were like, because we've heard people say clones aren't going to come back. And every time Gabby has tried to say something to you all, you blow her off. True. And so they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good point. And so Eva's Shit. like, Eva's like, no, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna bring her back. And they, she, Eva raises, and the, then the rest of the five raise the most valid of points, which is, yeah, they might have identical DNA, but so do identical twins. Yeah, Cerebro yeah. identifies them. There's backups of these people because they're individuals. Yeah, they are individuals just because they have the dna of somebody else doesn't mean they don't have their own identity yeah i love that they had no idea this is how the rule was interpreted yeah Yeah. and the five write a letter to the council that's basically like no cut the shit this changes yeah or we stop basically yeah like they gave them an ultimatum yeah i love that because and they wrote down a name like Malin coming back. Yeah. Other pro- I don't recognize their uh, name. Yeah, yeah. The Apocalypse clone. I forget his name now. Oh, uh, we, holy shit. Yes, that would be awesome. He was a great character. In yeah, that's who they mention here. That's, that's what, That was his name. Shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was such a great story between him and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like. Kid Apocalypse, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. Like, that, that whole idea of, like, we only had that rule so we didn't copy people who were still alive. Yeah. These aren't they're copies. They're interpreting it totally different than we interpreted it. Yeah. This, they, they aren't copies. They're people. They just have the same DNA as somebody yeah. else. Like, that's not... And, yeah, the most basic point, humans have twins. Yeah. What, what do you I'm sure there are mutant twins, too. Yeah. And um, I get how that can get hairy. Like, there are just flat-out clones, exact clones of mutants. Of How many fucking clones of Wolverine are there, actually? Well, there's Laura. Yeah, but I mean, like, and there's Gabby. There's, there I, are direct clones of Wolverine out there. Yeah, who but, have at least been out. But there. again, they're they're out there, but they are technically their own people at that point because they're yeah. in the world, do, existing outside of Wolverine. So they are having their own experiences yeah. and they're becoming their own people, yeah. much the same way as fucking Strife became his own person. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to come back. Yeah, who would <laughs> want to bring back Strife? But he might be on the list of like. Eh, he, he's on the. He did just try to kill everybody, yeah. so maybe we should put. Try him to destroy the universe. List. Let's just leave him. And so the five are like, "Yeah, we're bringing back Gabby." And if the and if the council don't like it, the line to suck our dick forms to the left. So <laughs> that's essentially what they said. You know, like pretty much. And I I was fucking there for the five being like, <laughs> "We are the most important people on this goddamn yeah, and island." We know it. So and, and if you don't want to listen to us, all right, I guess have fun coming back on your own somehow. Um, and so when Gabby comes back, she launches herself at Rain, and Rain is like, "I don't know what's happening. What? What? what are Why you are you mad at me?" And Gabby says, "You were the last one I saw. You led me to I don't even know now. I just remember being angry and feeling pain, which, by the way, never felt that before. <laughs> so that was new. Thanks for that, Rain. And so Rain legit is like freaked out. She's like, "I don't have any working memory of this. I don't know what you're talking about." And now, quickly about that. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was Rain being mind controlled or Shadow King pretending to be Rain? 
I think it was Rain being my controller. Because yeah. I was a little confused in that part. Like, I, yeah, I think I think it was her, and I think she was just under the Shadow King's control. Hmm. Um, and so as that's happening, as you may remember, our last book ended with with um, Karma telling Danny, "We need to talk about Rain." Yeah, and that's what they're doing right now, as Danny's proving what a badass archer she is. <laughs> and, just casually, and and this is what I meant earlier when I said how well adjusted and fucking tight this group is. Mm. Sean is like, there's something wrong with Rain. I think it's the Shadow King. I can't prove it. I just, I know what he does. And I know what it looks like because he did it to me. Yep. And and I know what that is. And I know it makes me a hypocrite because I just brought back my brother and he's not good. But like, I think this is bad. <laughs> and Danny's like, I it's trust you. It's the Shadow King. And, and Danny's How like. How many issues does he need to take? <laughs> yeah. And Danny's like, I trust you, babe. Yeah. Like, I got, I, I, I hear you. And like, if you, if that's what your gut says, I'm going with your gut. Like, I trust you. Also, how many people have we seen wear Xavier's helmet? Because Hope is wearing it. She's the one uploading the memories. Yeah, now. I forget how many there are. I think there is a couple different ones. Is there ones? Okay. Yeah, I think, they, I, think there's, I think there's several backups. Okay. I, think they made a, I think they made a backup after, remember, like, very in the very beginning of Kirko when they were invaded and Xavier oh, got yeah, killed right away? Shot, yeah. So I think they made some backups after that. <laughs> in uh, case. Yeah, you live and learn. Yeah. And then resurrect and learn. <laughs> Um, and so they have this like really deep conversation about like, no, we're a family. And if you think something's wrong with rain, I also kind of agree. Cause I felt this disconnect there too. And so then they go to, um, um, Ileana and they're telling Ileana what they think. And Ileana's like, all right, let's smash some shit up. And like, wait, wait, Eli- magic. We can't just smash shit up right away. <laughs> like my favorite part is like fucking Danny's like, are you even listening to me? <laughs> And she just like summarizes it real quick, and like Danny's like, Ugh. and and Karma's like, well, you can't say she didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, I heard you. It's all that. Let's go. And so chugs like, whatever is in that giant. I, generally, pot. <laughs> it was coffee before. I think it's. I think they like every time she's chugging something, it's like yeah, because it looks like it's brown coming yeah. up. It was coffee last time she was chugging shit down. Um, and so they have this conversation, and then that's when Rain shows up. And Rain is like, guys, I think something happened. <laughs> She's like, I made a promise that I won't tell you who was who was killed because there might be some issue with that. <laughs> um, but I think the Shadow King fucked with me. And Danny's like, we got you, babe. And Carmen's like, we got you, babe. And Ileana's like, that's enough. We're fucking some shit up. Motherfucker's <laughs> <laughs> going down. <laughs> and so then then this it, it ends it ends with Ileana saying time to go hunting and then the shadow king says yes come for me children come and play yeah he has an end he game. had he, a plan this is all in, i feel like everything's still going to his plan oh yes it is it's very scary another 5x book here yeah, 5X's. um and again i just want to make sure i take a moment and talk about just how especially the women on this team because right now uh sam and bobby are out doing their space sex adventures yeah probably but having a good time. that's a whole side book we should be having why right? isn't hickman writing that book before know. he goes yeah. um but yeah this that the tightness between all of them and like iliana's like just protectiveness of all like all like oh my god i love what vita is doing with these characters and how fucking great they are like oh my god i love it i love this book so much right now yeah, now we have Hellions number 15, another book with like 90% what the fuck, Whew. and then a big ending where I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, <laughs> that ending. Whoo, boy, let's get in it. So we have Sinister talking to the Sinister who stayed behind, and kind of go over what he's been doing since that other Sinister has been in uh, Amethyst, whatever. I'm saying it wrong. Ameth. Yeah. Ameth, no, I think yeah. it's Ameth. Yeah. yeah. And he's explaining everything that's happening. And we cut back to, I can't remember the guy's name, the main bad guy. Tarn. Tarn. Killing all of Sinister's clones. And his team killing all of Sinister's clones. And the rest of the Hellions trying to figure out what the fuck we should do. Until eventually, Psylocke is like, I said fucking stop. And Ooh. she snaps. And then Tarn is like, okay, you're you're powerful i can feel this shit mm-hmm. all right um you've been hiding that fair enough and he's like all right how about this i'll just let you know what he's planning and you take care of him yep and he's like all right let me check it out blasphemy 
Which I'm like, okay, what did he see? Because I keep imagining it's the chimeras we meet in the future. Well, that's how we get there. Yeah, that's definitely how we're getting there. And then, of course, the rest of the team is kind of like, wait, how do you know he's planning? Wait a minute, he's at Murder World? How do you know that? We but, destroyed Yeah, I thought Murder World that. was gone. What happened? Well, shit. <laughs> They're a little, little, little mad that uh, she lied and manipulated them. They don't know why yet. Uh, John is especially mad and takes it especially hard. Yeah, he does. In the meantime, uh, Zarn and his... Tarn. Tarn, sorry. Tarn and his, his daughter. I don't know. I don't know. One his, of his, his many creations. Yeah, his main, his number one. His main number one creature. Uh, go to see Sinister, and they just go, no, fuck, shit. And the one that stayed behind, the Sinister stayed behind, is like bowing, begging for forgiveness. And he's like, you don't deserve that cape. Yeah. <laughs> it's always back always, to the fucking cape. Always about the cape with Sinister. Cutting back to the fight between the Hellions and the other experiments, um, some weird shit happens here. So John gets so pissed off and says, fuck this, it's ending now, and takes apart the mechanical pieces of his body to make a giant fucking gun. Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, uh, and for anyone who's seen Suicide Squad, think of the ending of that where Idris Elba's character is making just this elaborate giant gun from pieces of his suit. Yeah. He's basically doing that from his arm and his leg. Yes. And it's this giant gun and says, let's play. And starts fucking lighting them up. But we have bef- before we get much further from there, we do have to say they've been uh, they've been laying it in pretty heavy here that the uh, the one big fat creature. The fetus. A- Amida- Aminus fetus or whatever Amino the fuck. Amino fetus. Amino fetus, thank you. Keeps trying to feed and no one wants it to feed. And everyone's freaking out. No, 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 don't eat. Don't feed. Don't feed. He has to wear that mask. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they keep trying to get Tarn's attention, too, while he's gone. Like, hey, uh, this isn't going well. And when John starts losing his mind, he goes after the big fat one, Amino Fetus. So, uh, yes, with that, with that foreshadowing, (laughs) he's still feeding him. And when the other bad guys get back, they're like, hey. They're feeding him. No! Tarn is like, what? No, 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 no. Freaks the fuck out, which I'm like, wait a minute. If, what does this mean? Dude, if Tarn's freaking out. Yeah, like, what's happening? Which apparently, if a fetus eats, they just don't stop eating until they grow into this giant thing that can just annihilate the universe. So we get this data page. <laughs> it's so very random and very weird. And I'm like, well, why'd you make this? Because it's Tarn. Yeah. And so Tarn made this creature that basically goes through a life cycle of like annihilation. Yeah. So it's currently in the amino fetus stage, which is eating, 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 swelling into the lumbering shame. A master <laughs> may know when the amino fetus is ripened. A master may know that the eating must stop. And then the next stage is called the atrocious infants. <laughs> Having gorged a final time, the infants come, the enders of all. The infants do not feed on life, but the strands of time. And so the universe finds annihilation. What? I'm sorry, what now? Well, well, what, wait, how did we get to that? I'm sorry, Tarn, what did you do? What did you make? <laughs> and so that is uh, what's happening now. With this very creepy artwork Oof. of the fetus bent over and then like a bunch of mini versions of him. Yeah. Trying to climb out of his now swelling red back. Yeah. And like John looking like I didn't I didn't know that was gonna happen. Like I instantly regret this. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's like, it's, where's the gi- where's the where's the gif of uh, Arrestable? I've made a huge mistake. Made a mistake. Um, and then um, I keep saying his name Zarn. Tarn. Tarn. Tarn uh, makes this like circle around him, hoping to destroy him before everything's apparently destroyed. Like that. I was just like. Where, when did we get here? Oh yeah, no, he's <laughs> like, he's Tarn's like, okay, um, a uh, quick a quick plan change. I'm gonna take this thing out into the middle of like a black hole or something. Yeah. It says and he basically just teleports it with one of those blade fish things or whatever. Yes, um, and then I love when Nanny's just like, uh, that man is a terrible father. Yes, <laughs> love it. So we find out what he's been making. This chimera, this hybrid, this perfect chimera. Oh, God, we're fucked. <laughs> that's in this tube. 
It is terrifying. It is a mixture of Mr. Sinister and Tarn. Jesus fucking Christ. What? We are so doomed. Because when you think about it, of course this mad scientist Tarn made himself the perfect body. Yes. But we'll make it a little more perfect, a little bit of sinister. A little bit of I can't wait to see what cape this one gets. <laughs> all the cape. This flowy giant cape. Now, listeners, keep in mind, he's keeping all this secret from the council. But they, oh, yeah. But they know Sinister. They know who he is. They know his nature. And mm-hmm. they know you can't really trust him. And they also, if I remember correctly from the Hoxpox days, they went in knowing that they were going to give him a little leeway of, like, yeah. genetic manipulation to get what they wanted to. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they knew in the future they needed those chimeras to survive. Exactly. So it's like, we know the end game, but we also know you're going to try and fuck us. Yeah. We're gonna, so let's, <laughs> maybe if we can control it. Yeah. So, um, Psylocke tells the gang that, hey, he has my daughter's DNA. The only way I can get her back, if I ever want to bring her back. And they're like, okay, we kind of get it now. They go to Sinister's Lair. They see the Chimera. And we get one of the best shocks we've fucking ever had. So, it, yeah. Go for it. No, you go for it. You know more about this tree anyway. Okay, all right. So, uh, Psylocke, Quanin, Psylocke, whatever she's going by right now. Um, she's basically saying, please don't do anything crazy. Don't like he has the DNA of my daughter. It's the only place it exists is here. And so John is like, all right, fine. I won't. You don't have to ask. We're not going to do this. I'm going to shoot up the entire place. And in, in this moment, sinister, the original sinister is like, great, let's hatch this bad boy. <laughs> and Tarn sinister starts coming online when, uh, empath is like uh, you. He said you were told not to play with yourself, Sinister. Uh, Alex is like, wait, what? And then and he says, sorry. Empath is like, sorry, bud. And he makes Alex, as he alluded to earlier in this book, go <laughs> in the same book. Yeah, go berserker. He made him wreak havoc and wreak havoc. <laughs> and as it's about to happen, Empath whispers to Sinister. Emma says hello. And fucking fantastic alex blows the place apart and kwanin screams no because her daughter's dying in this too yeah, it was like they all died i'm assuming um, yeah they all are gonna die yeah except maybe um, alex <laughs> ex- yeah i guess not alex true um but yeah emma had empath on this team from the beginning yeah just to keep an eye on sinister fucking Fantastic. Because I I don't know how many people listening, but Empath was one of the original Hellions when when Emma yeah. had that team, and he was never to be trusted. And still wearing the uniform he wore back then, which At, I guess was the big hit. Very good point. Yeah. He's doing he's wearing the OG Hellions yep. outfit while he does this too. While he says Emma says hello. Very good point. So yeah, what? <laughs> Empath was a sleeper agent. Yeah. Out of all people. Dude, Emma playing the long con, dude. Of On every course. Level. Yeah. Of course. She is so fucking good. I could easily see her winning this weird Game of Thrones in the oh, council. Oh, oh she's the Cersei. She's the Cersei here, man. So Holy shit. Uh, because mainly, I mean, the whole issue was fun, but mainly because of that ending. Five X's. If I could give it six, yeah. I would for the ending. Five already, but yeah. oh my god, that twist ending. I did not see Empath being a sleeper agent no not at all because he's always in business for himself and of course is that clone actually dead probably not that perfect chimera god it's perfect, probably not explosion it's per- yeah it's gonna kill it. it's probably gonna be alex and that thing are the only thing that's left <laughs> and for nothing it better be dead though otherwise that was a lot of shit for nothing but also if they're all dead no one's gonna remember maybe except alex so, who might not remember because, because he's being mind controlled yeah he might have just woken up in an explosion and just been like, I guess that guy attacked us and we blew him up. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know what Alex is going to remember, but damn, yeah. dude. So we have a lot going into these big event books. Yeah, so, yeah going into Onslaught, going into Inferno, it's going down, man. And, and the trial. Still the trial. Oh, the trial's too. happening too. Shit. Yeah, so we got uh, quite a bit of crazy shit happening. And it's all sprawling from these other books. And it's like... The castle's gonna come crumbling down eventually, dude. Yeah. The 
I can't wait to read Inferno to see I, how I far so it goes. I'm so excited to read Inferno too. I have oh it in God. the car right now. I, I got to catch up on some of the other books first because yes. I want to make sure there's nothing that I miss leading into it, you know? Well, I thought the Tribe Magneto was going to lead into it and then I realized it was coming around the same time and I was like, oh, oh okay. No, yeah. I think in, yeah, I think it's building off something different or yeah. whatever. I don't know, but... Very cool. So that's, that's, that's a whole stack of five X's. Yeah. I th- is this the first time we've done I all five X's? I think maybe? so. This might be Damn. the yeah, best stack we've had in a while. Surely, dude. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to us. These books were fantastic. Uh, Josh, where can they find you online? Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at or in X- real life if you want them to put your address. Um, so... Uh, I, no, I don't want to do that. It's a big uh, White House in decent. No. Yeah, I, I live at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at xbrarian. It's librarian with an X. That's that sounds clever. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If somebody wanted to tweet at you, where would they go? They can find me at Madman three thousand five. And you can also find every one of these episodes and our Twitter handles <gasps> at KrakoaRadio.com, baby. Yeah, Krakoa Radio, baby. That's fine. <laughs> Is that how we're ending this? Just Radio, baby. <laughs> baby. And we'll see you next time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>